Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Carlin outside, working, still working against O'Neal. Pulls back, pass to Kevin. Kevin now with five to shoot. Kevin baseline right. Back out to Garland. Going to have to hurry. Lob underneath to Allen. He caught it and threw it down. Garland comes away with it. Darius down the middle. On the dribble. Underneath for Love. He caught it in traffic. Turns, banked it up and good. Mobley on the right side. Pass in the lane to Stevens. On the cut, found him. He lays it up and in. The Utah Jazz lose again. That's four in a row. Cleveland Cavaliers roll into a 111-91 win. They led the whole game. They blew it wide open in the third quarter. Joe Ingles returned briefly. Got a quick technical. Then got a second technical. Hit the road, and at that point, Jazz were down like half their rotation. and They weren't coming back, and they knew it, so there wasn't much to the second half of that game. Disappointing PK or kind of what you expected? No, I think what you knew going into that game that it was going to be very difficult. Hit the road, Joe, and don't you come back no more, no more is what you're saying. Saying it. With (laughs) with that in mind, Utah, the Cleveland Cavaliers got a massive front line, and the Jazz at 6'8", with Bogdanovich, who's nothing close to the defender, and then Joe gets himself kicked out. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that was the wrong game to be missing all three of your seven-footers. I mean, you only play one of them at a time, so it's not like Cleveland couldn't have done some damage and won the game anyway, but no Rudy. We'll see if he's back Sunday in Denver for their next game. No Hassan Whiteside. No Azbuke, so there you go. Malik Fitz out four weeks. Wrist injury. He'll be reevaluated. They showed him on the bench with a big old cast on that wrist, so he'll be reevaluated. He could be gone much longer than that. For the Jazz, when do they get their guys together, and will it be in time for Denver on Sunday, or is five coming? DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Tatum, moving to his right, blows right by Brissett, gets to the cup and slams it home. Randall up top against Kleba, has him backpedaling to Barrett, right corner, step back for three, knocks it down to beat the shot clock. Another 30-point game at the Garden for Barrett, he's got 32. Here's Harden out of the left, stops on a dime, pulls up from three and drains it. That's the fifth three for Harden, he's got 25. Demetu straight away for three. He's got the bucket. Jamezi Metu, arms outstretched, backpedaling up the floor, being uh, mobbed by his teammates and being swept with the ovation from Kings fans. Sacramento Kings beat the Lakers in one of the most Lakerish of all Laker games. Was that game just everything everybody's been saying about the Lakers all year long right there? Laker-ish, huh? Yes, the most Laker-ish of all Laker games. LeBron just determined to get the most he can out of this team, whatever it is. 34 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. He didn't shoot the 3 well, but actually he didn't shoot free throws well either. But uh, he kept grinding. Meanwhile, you know Westbrook doesn't shoot the ball well. He gave him a 2 for 14. That's brutal. You know, the Lakers don't defend well. 40 points in the third quarter and 125 in the game. 
lot of the storylines coming together there at the same time. Yeah, but at the same time, if this were the Jazz, we'd be quick to point out that Anthony Davis Anthony is Anthony Davis playing. is gone, right. So this is what you were talking about. Right now, they're 500-ish. They look like they could be headed for the play-in. But if they have their whole team together in the playoffs, do you want to play them? I mean, you get to one or two and you're playing seven or eight. Do you want the Lakers if Davis is healthy? Well, if I'm in the bracket to play them, yes, I want them. Because it means you got to one or two? Hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm not going to run from anybody. If I'm, if, if, I, if I'm worried about who I'm playing, then I'm already beat. The Dallas Mavericks trying to pull away from that group at 500, and they had gotten gotten four games over, but they lost, so they dropped back to three over. Knicks hammer them 108 to 85. The Mavericks though sitting fifth in the West, five and a half games behind the Jazz right now. Portland Trailblazers have been dropping in the in the West. Already don't have CJ McCollum, collapsed lung. And Damian Lillard now is going to have surgery on a lingering abdominal injury. They're 4-7 and seven when he doesn't play without those two guys. We're really not expecting anything out of Portland. Eight games under 500 right now. If I were Portland, I'd try to lose the rest of their games so they can find a way to get a better draft pick, get some new blood in there. I think you are on to their plan. In the East, Gordon Hayward had 30. Hornets beat the 76ers 109-98. to Saw another round of stories that there's no progress on moving Simmons. I know there's the uh, theory, you know, everybody needs a deadline to get stuff done, and the trade deadline is coming up. What, do you, what would you put the odds on that Simmons, uh, the Simmons deal finally getting done? Or Philly just limps along the way they are? 100%. 100% it gets done. Yeah. Because they can't limp along the way they are. They have no leverage. Well, you have an asset there, and it's being wasted. Yes. They are fifth in the West right now, four and a half games behind the Bulls, who have the uh, top spot. Although the Bulls got crushed by the Nets, 138 to 112. The Nets take down the Chicago Bulls, and the Nets are a game and a half behind the Bulls. Bulls first in the East, Nets second. But on this night, it's all about the Nets. Well, that game was on uh, after the Jazz game. It must have started. It started at 8 o'clock our time, which would have been 9 o'clock Chicago time. It seems awfully late uh, for a regular season game, but uh, especially at that time, not on, on that location, not on our side of the country. But I think the Nets, they were clearly hyped for that game. They had Irving. Now I'm hearing people say that uh, the Nets should just pay the fine for New York, uh, whatever it is. It would total, I think, $70,000 if they paid all their fines and allowed Irving to play. Because that was a really good game for them. They had it going on, and they just smothered the Bulls, who like to think of themselves as a serious contender in the East. And yet it's Nets by 26, and 138 is an outrageous number. Locks told us, uh, was telling us all last year, can anyone stop the Nets from scoring? And it doesn't matter they're not good at defending. They can just outscore everybody. And, man, that theory gets a big boost when you see them putting 138 points on the board. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State loses to Colorado State 77-72. The Rams have just one loss all year. Colorado State and San Diego State projected as the NCAA tournament teams out of the Mountain West Conference. Can somebody else uh, pull down a third bid in that league? Man, a win in Fort Collins would have been awesome, but the Aggies come up five points short. 
Yeah, that Gotti kid uh, for uh, CSU. That his name, man. He looked like a bull, man. He is stocky, and he had it going on. It was a fun game to watch. Sean Bearstow led the way with 20 points in the loss. Dixie State finishes the game on an 11-0 run to stun Cal Baptist, 79-76. Seattle beat UVU. UVU drops to 11-5 on the year, 2-2 in the league. BYU tonight, number two Gonzaga, late game, 9 p.m. on ESPN2. They've gone up there and pulled shockers before. This would be a shocker. Oh, yeah, for sure it would be a shocker. I mean, I just think they're big guys, speaking of Gonzaga, are going to have a field day. Yeah. Cougars taking a 14-3 record into this. This will only be their third league game. They are 2-0 right now in the West Coast Conference. Idaho's at Weber State. SUU is at Montana in the Big Sky. Those games are on ESPN+. Plus, the Gonzaga-BYU game is on ESPN2 tonight at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Close to 100%. I think I should be 100% probably by, uh, by next week. That's Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers telling reporters the toe injury has been getting better. They got the bye week in the playoffs at the top seed. They don't have to play this week. He said he hasn't needed any objections of late and uh, seemed definitive right there. So we'll have to move on to some other level of drama. Stop worrying <laughs> about Aaron Rodgers' toe. I'm not worried about it. Sweet. Good work by you. Way to progress. Former Ute star Eric Weddle. He's back, baby, joining the Rams for the playoffs. Weddle is 37 years old. He retired after the 2019 season, so it's been two years, but he did start 16 games for the Rams that year. He's replacing Jordan Fuller, the starting safety, who suffered a season-ending ankle injury against the Niners last Sunday. This one caught me off guard. I got to admit, I was surprised, PK. 37-year-old defensive backs? And has he been lifting and running and staying in shape, waiting for this for two years? Seems highly unusual. But... It's the playoffs, it's high stakes, and apparently he's going to be ready to go. Well, they only need him for a month. Yeah. Is he ready to start running sprints against some big, fast, highly motivated guys? Monday Night Football, Cardinals and Rams, the sixth of the six playoff games this weekend. What will be on full display. Chicago Bears interviewed former Philadelphia Eagles coach Doug Peterson yesterday as they start their search for a new head coach to replace the fired Mad Nagy. Now, how unusual is it to have a Super Bowl winning coach sitting out on the sidelines? Not by his choice. I don't know. I can't can't recall. That's where you come in. Yeah, I don't recall either. It has been... Well, it's been a while. I mean, Parcells did it. Right, but wasn't that his choice that he would step away? Not somebody walk in and saying, you're fired. Uh, wasn't it one at Boston? Was it with the Patriots about having control? So, uh, yeah, at least partially his choice, if not entirely. So, yeah, I get your point. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Utah linebacker Devin Lloyd made it official. He declared for the NFL draft. Consensus All-American, 110 tackles, 22 tackles for loss, a pick six in the conference title game. 
PK, when this news came out, it was almost like, oh yeah, he hadn't made that official yet. But mentally, we had all checked that box. Devin Lloyd, NFL. He's gone. Yeah, I didn't know that he needed to make it official because in my mind, he absolutely was going to be gone. Kyle said that he heard he was going to be a uh, top uh, half of the first round. Somebody's going to get a ready-made player. He's going to be able to step in and play. He's he's just a very good player. He he accomplished everything he could have possibly accomplished in college for sure. Yep. Top half of the first round. That'll be a good payday for him right out of the gate. Probably a bad team. Hopefully he'll get a team that's uh, bad but just missing a couple pieces and Get him onto a good team. Because we remember Van Noy, similar situation. Ready-made player. Uh, we all had high expectations for him. Not this high, probably. <laughs> but still, uh, we thought he'd be good. He went to Detroit, and it just didn't go anywhere at all because he's on a bad team. As soon as he got to a good organization, took off, flourished, he was the guy. Uh, yeah, he was hurt, too, the first uh, half of the season. So, actually, I expected Van Noy to do what he's doing. I thought he was a big-time player. Right. And it's the same thing with Van Noy. Or, uh, Devin Lloyd. Lloyd. You think he's a big-time player? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Quinton Ganther got the tie to the U program. Kyle likes guys with ties to the program. So, you have a new running back coach. He's a former U running back. Yeah, he's been around a little bit, coached uh, at Weber, yep. so was has an opportunity to jump back in. I'm sure he's ecstatic, and, you know, they need somebody to recruit and sell the program, and he bought what they tried to sell way back when, and Kyle, get him going on that hit that he laid on Dustin Gabriel there. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that little, video was out. <laughs> He just absolutely loves that play. He loves that toughness. That just screams Kyle, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I, You know, I don't remember the because it was a long time ago, but it's not like I saw him, like, right after the game. Like, there is a sp- – and he wanted to talk about that play. Hey, did you see that? Well, of course I saw it. How could you miss it? That was a spectacular hit. Big Ten released its revised 2022 football schedule Wednesday. They added a pair of cross-divisional games to avoid matchup between teams for a third consecutive season after the pandemic-altered 2020 season caused some jumbling and shuffling of the conference games when they only played eight games each. So, tweaking. The tweaking still going on, but the Big Ten schedule is out. And I think the news on this side of the country is when does the Big Ten release a schedule that has eight conference games instead of nine? Because clearly... Pac-12's new commissioner, Klyovkov, can't wait for that to happen and can't wait for the Pac-12 to schedule non-conference games with the Big Ten routinely. Okay, but then they have to go to eight also. Right. They do, and that's not happening. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. Oh, I think it is happening. When do you think it'll happen? How far out do you think that is? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the the Pac-12 will go to eight. Oh, yeah, the the day that the Big Ten announces it, an hour later, the Pac-12 will make an announcement. I think they've already decided, and they're just waiting. Yeah, and then they're going to go with that thing he's talked about. Right. I, mean, I don't think he's made any secret about it. No, no, he wants it to happen. He's openly rooting for it. Yeah, he didn't want to call the. He's always careful not to call the Big Ten out, but he is. He is ready. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Right. You do it. We'll do it. We'll play. Let's go. Yeah. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, we're going to talk NFL playoffs with Lincoln Kennedy, Raider radio analyst, Pac-12 network analyst. He's going to join us coming up at 730. Ken Pomeroy, college basketball expert, 
owner of KenPalm.com at 8.30. And Joe Ingles will be joining us tomorrow. So look forward to that. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Question of the day coming up.